So just a quick disclaimer, uh, in this episode the audio recording has malfunctioned and we ended up recording on a different device so the audio quality is not going to be as great as the other episodes so I apologize for that and don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Cool. So I've got some I've got some warm up questions for you warm before you introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Um Netflix or YouTube? Um, Netflix. Why? Don't really watch YouTube. Well, actually, right now it'll be YouTube because I'm not being big buzz boosting myself up. But I've got some stuff coming out on YouTube. But yeah, but cool. before predominantly Netflix. Don't really watch YouTube. Fair enough. You can share that with us after our video with the listeners. Okay, sure. No yeah. Um, if that's cool with you. Um, phone call or text? Uh, it depends who you are. <laughs> phone call. Um, more time it will be a text I don't like speaking to everyone on the phone cool. sometimes if it's like urgent I need to get some business stuff done it's like blah, 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 that, yeah phone call because sometimes enough. I can't rely on text so yeah phone call yeah. do you ever do that thing where like someone's calling you and you don't know what they want or it's like a person you didn't expect to call you yeah, yeah. and then and then you just like you just basically like you wait for the phone to ring up and then you text them saying like what, what's up what's up, what's up? <laughs> what's yeah. <laughs> the text comes knows. after everyone knows. Like, what's, what's going on there um, cardio or weights? Weights. <laughs> weights. <laughs> yeah, I realised that, but you hate cardio, innit? I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I hate cardio, but majority of my life, like my sporting life has been cardio. So I was like, what would you expect me to do? You're tired of it? <laughs> I'm kind of tired of it. I've been in cardio since I was, what, nine? But forget it. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't it be like the way around? It's like the more you do something, the more you like it. I don't know. Yeah, but you can get very bored of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I'm bored of cardio. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, last one. So, <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> wait, this one. This one's good. Would you rather smack a puppy? Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather smack a puppy or get smacked by your dad in public? <laughs> would you rather smack a puppy? Yeah. Like a dog. Yeah. 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 I get smacked by a dad in public. <laughs> I can't lie. I'm I'm a recent dog lover. Like I'm not a obsessive dog lover. So that puppy's gonna have to hold it, boy. Because <laughs> 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 I can't lie. The whole dad's thing in public. I'll, I'll scrap him in public. Innit? <laughs> like, I'll scrap him. So that's an unnecessary scene where the puppy. Behind closed doors, you can hold a little one, two, you get me? That's <laughs> a behind closed doors. Yeah. I know, let, let me rephrase it. Would you rather smack a puppy in public? I guess smack by a dad in public. It has to be public. I'll smack a puppy in public. Yeah, right, yeah. Fair enough. As long as I love it to me. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> cool. So, um, how do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, obviously, my name is... My name is officially Kenny, but I've, I've, I don't know why. Like, I kind of like it. Everyone calls me Zeno, innit? Um, like even when I go to certain places, everyone's like, "Hey Zeno," I was like, "I love it. It's cool. It's cool. But Zeno's my nickname." But yeah, um, call me Kenny or Zeno, whichever one. Um, but yeah, my name is Kenny or Zeno. Um, do I have to say my age? No, you don't have to say no, mine. I'm, I'm, I'm a young baby. Um, I'm 21. Um, what a bit about myself? Uh, come from like a very big sporting background, so um, competed in football, athletics. Um, and boxing from very early ages. I did quite well and excelled in all three sports. Um, boxing stopped because stopped of my mum, not because of anything else but my mum. 
Um, and right now I just work with individual athletes, uh, work with some very high profile people and um, developing loads of different businesses and different entrepreneurial stuff and just, you know, just doing me and helping out as many people within my community along the way. So yeah, that's, that's a bit about me. Cool. That sounds that sounds that sounds cool, man. Um, so if I said uh, if I told you, so I'm just gonna say it out loud, and yeah, then you sure. tell me what you think. Role models. Role models. What about role models? Yeah. What's what comes what comes to your head? So if I say role models, what comes to your head? What comes to my head? Mm. What do you mean? So just yeah, just so if I say role models, what's mm. the first thing that comes to your head? Role models. Role models. Well, I've got a few role models. Um, but when I think about role models, it's um, the way I look at it, someone could be anyone, doesn't doesn't have to be, doesn't matter, you could be wealthy, not wealthy, but somebody that um, gives me access to a different experience or different encounter in life that I would have never really had the opportunity to mm. and uh, change my perspective on that experience or that encounter in life. So I'll use you as an example. So like years ago, when we went to that, that's, that camping thing. And I had a very different outlook. I, I was, I was just like so. Fam, if I was just like, I was just like, I didn't want to do it, and it was a thing where it's just like I was just very stubborn. But obviously, you was a role model because you were able to kind of change. I don't know how you persuaded me to still go, but you managed to do that. So when I did get there, it was like you changed my whole perspective and my outlook and the experience that I got from it kind of changed. So that's what I kind of think of when it comes to. Yeah, no, I, li I lied to you. I told you I was gonna give you uh, the, yeah, money, <laughs> the money, the money you lost, on, like the, the the whole the whole story. Yeah, the whole story is crazy <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, do you know why I said that? Because I feel like um, I think for me you're a role model, mm. um, and and I see you're, you're a huge role model to other young people. Yeah, and and I think in a way, in a weird way, I think I think the way you became a role model is that you do the things that the things that are more difficult to do. Yeah. So you know, like say for instance, yeah, for, I'm just gonna give an example. Say for instance, as a young person who's maybe like struggling with something, and most people might laugh at that young person and go like ha 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 whatever, but you'd be that person who would go, you know what, I'm gonna help you rather than laughing at you, I'm gonna help you. Mm. And I've seen you do that a lot, and you just kind of like, you just do the right thing in 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 the most like difficult situations and stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, it came from somewhere. Like I, I like the way you're being nice to me on this. Subject. No, it's true though. But it's true. It is, I wasn't always like that. So like it was um yeah, I was very much the opposite once once upon a time. I was very much, I would have joined in at a point laughing at that young person once, once. And it was a thing where it's like, how do I describe it? Um, I kind of started, I was, I would say one thing about me, I'm very, I can self, I'm self-aware of myself. So I'm very self-aware of why I do stuff, why I don't do stuff, why I dislike this and why I don't dislike certain stuff. So I kind of got that, um, that difference from a lot of like, people within my age group. Um, but I think for me it was being self-aware of like how a lot of my friendships started and a lot of my friendships started because I didn't like one person or the other like mm. this literally how it started until I kind of sat down and got to know them then I was like they be we became like after a year or something we were like two peas in a pod like so it was a thing where it's like just having that little self-reflection and looking back at that kind of helped when I now see like other young people thing because it's like I kind of know what you're going through, but I don't know exactly what you're going through. But because yeah. I've got a little snippet, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna help you because every like people change, different stuff uh, make people change. And a point in the time, you never know what impact you can make on that person. Whereas you know what, come and just spend a day because I like again, I know kind of 
the weight and the presence I hold in certain places. So I find that if one person's like getting laughed at or let's, let's say like not the popular kid in the crowd, I know like spending a day or a week with me will kind of change that narrative a bit. So yeah, I can yeah. do what I can to help other people out. So yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I've, I've definitely seen that before. And so would you say like you you became more of yourself or would you say you changed then in that? Because obviously I agree with you. I think I think how he was back in the day, not that he was like like worse in any type of shape or form, but mm. just like he was different. Like, yeah. you, you, you know, but I feel like the way you change now is just, it's much more like, it's about like you, you add value and create value around people around you. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I want to say I became more of myself. I think at that time I was still myself. Like I still had the... What do, I, what do I call it? What character do you want to call it? <laughs> well, like, it's just... more well, like, vain and cheeky and, like, I don't I know. Mean, it's that, just, that hasn't changed. The vanity, yeah. the, the vanity is still there, yeah. All of that is still there. <laughs> um, but I'd say it was more of a... I kind of, like, just changed in terms of... The way I saw things was very, much very different. Mm. Like, the way I... I'd say... I want to say... I would say grow up. I grew up a bit. Um, but it was just the way I saw life was very, very different. The way I saw things was very, very different. So I saw people was very very different I kind of I kind of for me I realised it was a lot harder kind of keeping that stubborn energy than just be like you know what can I help you with this it's like it's a lot harder for, it's a lot easier for me to say you know what come let me help you with this or let's see what I can as much as I get deep into it and I regret it sometimes because it's like mm. it takes up so much of my time I'm doing so much stuff behind closed doors trying to help this person get where they need to be but it's like it's a lot easier than having to constantly be like no 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 oh, no I don't want to do it, da, 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 da. and it's like when you kind of like break that barrier it's kind of like you know what it wasn't so bad because I think with me I'm kind of like sometimes I used to like being in the front so when I was doing the sports and the com uh, competition I used to like being in the front until um, I spent like a week with one person and he was like managing a few music people and stuff and it was weird because like he called all the shots and he made all the big big impacts on a lot of people but he was very much at the back like he mm. never knew kind of anything and i kind of said but what was like how come do you like it here and he's, he gave it to me he gave me a little explanation that sometimes you don't always have to be at the front because you just got to know that your impact and what you know what you're doing then you let that you let those seeds you let those seeds grow yeah, you, that's let those seeds, you let those seeds do what they have to do and then kind of it kind of sat with me and then for, ever since I kind of like to be in the back. So if I've got like an athlete now that's like, like doing great, like I don't mind. I don't, I don't, no one needs to know that. Okay. I'm the kind of one that funded this or did this or did that. Let that seed grow. It's her time to shine. You are coming. Yeah, it's yeah, her yeah. time to do what she needs to do. So that's kind of like the way it, it kind of triggered me. I said, yeah, I like that. It's, it's kind of like the weird one, like where I see like, I'll go on Instagram and then I'm seeing like loads of people, like not loads of people, but like people would give money to a homeless person. And they're recording at the same time, so I'm just like, are you doing? Are you doing this for the fact of like, of give? You trying to help this homeless person, or you trying to like get validation from recording it and putting it on Instagram? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So that's what I really like about what you said. It's like you do it, you're doing it for the person, and no one sometimes needs to know. And sometimes it's even more powerful when people don't know. Yeah. You know, because because you're literally doing it for another person. Yeah, definitely. And for the well-being. Um. So. Obviously, some people that are listening or watching, they wouldn't know that we've done another podcast, which was called Airtime Prime before. Yeah. And then that was with another person. Yeah. And um, and I remember one of the most powerful things that stood out for me, you spoke about parenting. Mm. And I wanted to, yeah, I wanted I wanted to kind of revisit that on yeah, here because sure. I, I feel like that's really like important mm. topic anyways. And so like, what's your, I don't know, what's your thoughts on parenting and how important parenting is in general? I think, you know, 
when I look at it now, and I'm very, I still think I'm very young, but I've, I've got a very wise head sometimes. I always think I'm in my 30s or something and do all the stuff I've got going on. Um, but in regards to parenting, I would say parenting for me, I think it's a big, like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, there's no perfect recipe. Mm. Like, there's no perfect recipe and there's no perfect parent. I think is you kind of learn as you go along. You like you pick things up as you go along, because I just I can't see to like with all the stuff that I've I've like seen is like there is no perfect parent. Like sometimes everyone thinks like it's the how hard your parents have had to work to mm. put you in a certain position. And, and I mean yeah, like if you look look at it as like wealth and um, not so wealthy. So even with like wealthy parents and like um, kids that have grown up with like a silver spoon, there's still that sense of reality that they kind of lack not being thing because parents are always kind of a bit too sweet or a bit too thing and it's like yeah. it's not their fault it's just how they kind of like maybe that's how they were grew up and that's how they deal with things but sometimes it's a thing where it can be the opposite it can be the complete opposite in someone mm. that's not so wealthy like they understand what life is the reality how you have to do this how you have to do that but they don't have those opportunities that that wealthy player and kid has and it's just literally yeah. how you kind of like move along with life and how things happen I don't think there's a perfect code to parenting, but I feel like there is some stuff that you can avoid mm. and some stuff that you, some mistakes that you don't want to make, but there's mm. no perfect recipe to all parenting. So do you know what that sounds like for me? Uh, and I've just got this now in my head. It's really interesting. So it's almost like some parents will always create certain gaps. Let me just mm. put it that way. There's always going to be a certain gap within within some parenting. Mm. And then it's going to be up to that person to feel, like to, to kind of, yeah, gap, to fill yeah. that gap, just kind of go like, you know what? This is what I'm lacking. This is what I didn't get from my parents. And I have a choice. They have a choice, I believe. Like, But you know what's also hard, though? Sometimes, so you see how it says, you just said, this is what I'm lacking and this is what I think. Sometimes it's hard for people to discover that. It's mm. hard for people to discover that this is what they're lacking or that um, their behaviour or the way they react, the reaction towards certain things is coming from a lack of a provision that they lacked from yeah, their yeah. parents growing up as a child. So it's very, and sometimes it's easier said than done, in other words, but I think once you are aware of that and you think it's, you kind of like, you then that's when you kind of have the choices. I can either keep blaming my parents or I can go out there and just get what I lack for myself. So yeah. yeah. So do you, do you think the key is to self-awareness then? then I, think self-awareness is, is the I think a lot of it is self-awareness. Yeah. And self-awareness isn't something that comes around very, very quick. It's like, it is hard. Like, I'm not going to sit and say, oh, I became self-aware very, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's, I went through like a lot of, tears and uh like just breakdowns and like what's going on <laughs> kind of thing to understand that something you just have to sit back and ask yourself like why am i actually doing this like mm. or for me like when i was kind of stubborn i just said i didn't like so i was like why don't i like this why don't i like this and it's just like when i realized i couldn't give an actual reason to why i think instead okay so why am i thinking and started looking back into the whole because um this never happened or I experienced this, so I went through this, and it kind of like is this trauma? It's, it's, it's weird because it's like it's only recently that I started like really tapping into that word trauma. Because as a 19, 20 year old, eight, like you, you don't you hear it, but it's like you don't really make sense of it. Like oh yeah, trauma, mm. trauma, trauma. You always think trauma has to be like the worst thing ever, but sometimes this could be something small that leads up to trauma and leads up to fear, and it's like you hold it in and yeah. the thing a bit a big thing that. Um, 
that like really helped and made me understand was because I always held stuff in. I was that kid, like until today, I'm very, only because I've, I've learned to deal with it different ways, but I'm still that person. If something happens, like I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. And but it's only because I learned to deal with it before I didn't know how to didn't have other ways of letting it out or have ways of, of other ways of dealing with it. Now I've got other ways yeah. to deal with it and stuff. But before it's like, nope, that's it. Like you asked me, are you alright? Like my face will tell you I Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Your face, your face gives but a complete different I'm story. I'm gonna tell you that I'm alright. If yeah. you ask me again, I'll get annoyed because I'm yeah. like, I've told you I'm alright, like let it be. And that's just how I am. But like my face will tell you completely different. And it's 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 hard. I try to hide my emotions mm. sometimes, but it's like my face is that face. But do you know what I've learned about you? That so like when I usually like when I go like are you alright for the first time, and then you go I'm alright. Then I was like cool. <laughs> yeah. I just go like cool. I know you're not yeah. alright, but I'm like cool. That means that means basically like I'll, you're just processing. You're in processing yeah, mode. I'll yeah. 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 Eventually I'll come around and I'll explain. Yeah. Yeah. But you know like um, I think a couple Interesting points I feel like At one point you said Like you start thinking About your thinking I, I, I just want to add this This is what I heard yeah. You start thinking About your thinking I think that's a really Powerful thing in general Because it's like It's like the ultimate It's, it's a way of reflecting When people mm. start thinking Where does my thinking Come from You yeah, know what yeah. I'm trying to say It's just 100%. like That gives like A whole different route But then also Just going back on Like the, the reflection thing Do you think Reflect Sorry Do you think Reflection is a skill That someone's like someone learns by practicing is that can anyone reflect i don't know because i think that's a really interesting thing because just mm-hmm. going back to self-awareness and like just thinking about i don't even know how i built that and i have such a like i built an amazing skill to like be self-aware mm-hmm. um and i haven't really i don't i don't know how i built it so what's your what's your take on reflection my take my take on reflection is oof, it's um i don't think i think sometimes we do it subconsciously and we don't know that we're doing it Mm. So for me, it's like I was, I'll use myself as an example. So when I used to get like really get to the point where it's like, if I don't kind of get out of this space, I'm gonna lose it completely. Um, I'd always say to him, I'd always ask to go for a walk, or I'd say I'm gonna go for a walk, and I just disappear and just listen to music. Now, strangely enough, when I was younger, I used to like going on late night walks. Now I understood, mm. I understood my parents' worries about it. Like I want to go. Like I'd be annoyed at like eleven o'clock in the night, like sixteen. I say to my mom, I'm leaving the house, I'm going for a walk. My mom be like, what? You know, African parents, you want to go and leave the house now? <laughs> Have you seen the time? <laughs> and um, it was, uh, it was. I understood where, like, now that I look back at it, I understood where she's coming from. Yeah. But for me, it was that, it was like, I kept doing it. So even when I was like annoyed in certain situations, like if I had the opportunity to just leave and go for a walk, that was my way of reflecting. But I didn't see it as that. It was just me. I just saw it as this is how I'm going to get away from the situation. But a lot of the times I disappear and go on that walk and whatever goes through my head, it will always kind of, by the time I've come around to come back where I'm like the situation happened, I've kind of realized, okay, you know what? I did this wrong or I did mm. that wrong. And it's, it's weird because sometimes like I'll be very, very angry. Like, don't get me wrong and I'll have like some drill music in my in my headphones and I'm thinking is there I'm thinking no I'm gonna get in there and scrap do this come round it's like I've calmed down because it's like all that emotion it hits a peak mm. then it starts bubbling down it starts breaking itself down it starts going okay you're not gonna do that you're not gonna do this you're not and you start then asking yourself you know what like how did it get there kind of thing and yeah. it's just like having that time to walk because you're walking and you're seeing different stuff sometimes it's like it's weird, I'm walking and I'm seeing someone in a situation that they're quite happy and I'm thinking, it's like, oh, that could be me, man. And then you kind of want that thing. And then sometimes I'm walking and it's like, you're seeing another situation. Like sometimes I've walked, I'm, I'm angry, but I've seen another situation, but 
me being able to calm down that situation has calmed me down. Yeah. Do you know where I'm coming from? And it's just like all of that happens in the process of just leaving the space and me going for a walk. So in terms of like, how does it get there? Sometimes it's like some people read books towards it and some people, I've never read, read a book around it. Like I'd want to, to see like how I can get it developed further. But for me, it was just a subconscious thing that I kept doing and until I started pulling it apart and saying, ah, oh, this is my way of reflection. This is my way of saying, you know what, this way. Because every, sometimes every now and then, if I've got like loads of stuff going on, I go for a walk. So when I want to motivate myself, um, I think I've told a few people this, but um, there's a new, there's a few nice developments around here and a new uh, few mm. nice house. I think I'll walk around that whole place. And it's like, if I've got a business mindset, like I'm walking there, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, and I don't know why, but it helps me get to like, I'll come back and say, oh, okay, so if I had this as an initial idea, I'll come back knowing, okay, I need to do this, this and this and that. Then I'll start searching it up. And it's like, it's crazy. My mind goes wild at night. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think, as you know, and now you know you can do it. Like, yeah. whatever you're seeing around you, you know you can do it. You yeah. know you can achieve all of that. I think maybe it's that as well. And um, <clears throat> yeah, do you think there's something about physical, like the actual, the fact that you're walking as well? Because I feel like a lot of the times, yeah, when I'm in my head as well, and even though I know like you're walking and still reflecting, but I feel I feel like it's a different type of reflection than you're sitting down. Yeah. So a lot of the times when I'm in my head and I do something physical, it just takes me out of that space that was in yeah, before. Yeah, I've got a emotion. Sometimes yeah. I feel like, I've learned, I've come to a place now where I can like relax and be, um, get to a, pay, a, a, a calm place when I'm still in that environment. But if I had a choice to always leave the environment or stay in, I'm mm. going to leave through if you are coming from. But yeah. uh, I think, yeah, the, there's just something about the physical aspect of walking around and seeing different stuff that helps kind of like diffuse a situation or diffuse a thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I like that. So for anyone listening or watching, just go on the walks, like just literally just go yeah. on a walk and it's like I don't invite I don't know what I can't tell you what music to, to play, but listen um, to drill. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> literally go on a walk and like um just go on a walk and it will break down whatever you got thinking mm. on obviously just be careful and be safe. But yeah, just go on a walk. If you can go on a walk whenever the situation has happened. If it's too late, go on a walk first thing in the morning. Wake mm. up early and go on a walk first thing. Would you, let, would you let your son, if your son was 16, would you let your son go on a walk at 11 p.m.? I'd join him. Yeah. Well, what if he wants to go by himself? Yeah, I'd, I'd let him go by himself. Yeah. But when I say I'd join him, I'd, I'd explain to him why. So, like, one thing about me is, and if we're linking it back to parenting, and I said this earlier before in the postcard, I don't mind being told no, mm. but give me a reason why you're telling me no. Yeah, just have the conversation. Have that least, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of my parenting mistakes or my parents' mistakes were coming from a very olden um, African mentality, which was because I'm the adult, I'm just going to tell you this is it and you have no choice but to listen. Mm. So they would always say no and not give me a reason why. So with me, I don't mind being told no, but give me a reason why. Because, yeah. and I think a lot of the time they didn't like giving me a reason why because I'd always challenge it. I've always been that. Do, do you think they even always had a reason anyways? like Sometimes yeah. I don't think they had a reason. They just wanted to... Sometimes be, it's just like an ego. Just, just I'm the so parent. It's, it's a dominant yeah. thing, yeah. Um, but this is why I think when when, when it'll come around to like the time when I have a child, if I have my son, I'd, um, I much really wouldn't say no to my son, but I'll mm. make it clear to my son that, look, I'd want to come with you just for safety reasons. And I'll, you have all the space you want. I'm just going to keep at your pace and give you your distance and then you do whatever you want to do. Then by mm. the time you, you never know, you might want to walk back with me on the way you are coming from. So yeah. And as he gets older, like I must really let him go back. So after, like if he hits 18, I'm like, yeah, mm. just do, just text me, do whatever. 
But at 16, I'd want to be a bit more like, but at 18, yeah, you can go and walk by yourself. You can live your life, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. My mum used to let me go to parties from like 15, you know. Yeah, my mum let me go to parties. Yeah. Well, she, she didn't know. tell me like, just, just cool at least. Like, she would actually let me go, like, go, go, like. No, I think it was, I think, I don't know what it was. I, I was going to parties anyway. I, told you, I, was <laughs> rebe- I was the rebellious one. Like, me and my siblings, it's like, any auntie, anything, they're like, that's the one that's going to give you a headache. <laughs> like, everyone knew. Like, I was so rebellious. My parents said, you're not going to this. They were so bad that it's like, sometimes, like, my mum would try and wake me up. Like, oh, I'm not going to church. I'm not going to church. She's like, I'm not going to church. I'm not going to church. Like, she'll come in and she's like, let's go to church. I'll dare fake sleep. I'll snored. I was not. <laughs> I was so rebellious. But, um, like, yeah, the whole parties thing. I was going to parties from quite young. It's like, um, I think it was after prom. My mom kind of just said, yeah, I haven't got it anymore. Like, I can't tell stop anymore. <laughs> I feel literally, these not to prom. Like, I said to my mom, I said, mom, see prom night. I'm going to prom. I'm then going to one after party, after the other, after the other. I will be home early in the morning. My mom said to me, what, around 1, 2 a.m.? I said, no, later than that. She said, before I, co- before I go to work? I said, no, you will leave the house and then I'll be back. <laughs> like that and like it was so like I think she thought I was joking so literally that that day I came home at like what 6.35 6.40am wow. in the morning you had a whole night of oh quiet. I had a whole yeah. night <laughs> you had a whole and night. it was literally one after the other after the other and then um, like after my mum come back from work she was like what time did you get home I told you I said like, I told you 6.35 she was like wow ever since that day like she hasn't like I, 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 don't, I think that's the day my curfew kind of went out of window because even though I never stuck to it I kind of had to try and respect it so like I'd always push the boundaries but I wouldn't push the boundaries completely so if the curfew was 11 I'm, I'm coming I'm coming back at 12 yeah, if yeah, the curfew yeah. was 12 I'd come back yeah, you, at 12. Kind, you kind of really knew where you can get away I could, with I kind yeah, of really yeah, knew yeah. what I could get away with with my mum my dad on the other hand if he says 10 I'm just not going to go out <laughs> because I know if I push that it's long so but I still, I still, I still did it, and then until he got tired and just let my mom deal with it. Um, That's why earlier you said you would scrap your dad in public. Yeah, always. And then, <laughs> you and her said joking. Anyway. And then um, what was it? Um, yeah, and then after that day, I just, just yeah, the whole party thing just yeah kind of went off. And, yeah, but I kind of got bored of it quite easy. And then now yeah. I just have the other parties. Yeah, cool. Um, so I, I hope you don't mind me like saying this. Yeah. Um, so actually, so obviously I've got a lot of friends, and in terms of just guys in general, like. A lot of them, like to be honest, they're not like very dedicated in their relationships and stuff. And I see it, some, you know, some guys would be out and like they're, they're cheating on the girls and stuff. And mm-hmm. for me personally, it's really weird because like, like you're one of the younger people that I know who's in a relationship and you're like super dedicated and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what's, like, I don't know whether that's, that's I'm, I'm sorry to bring, that's what I said. I hope you don't mind me saying this here. Oh, but is it? make me look like a simp. <laughs> You're not a simp. No, you're not a simp. No, listen, if nah, anything, no, nah, nah, if anything, yeah, if anything, I'm joking, I think I'm more joking. guys, more guys should be like I'm you. I'm joking. I know, right. I know, I know I'm you're joking. I'm just saying, more guys should be like you. So I just listen, wanted to explore that a little man, bit. Man, and you don't have to be like me, Jale. <laughs> be how you want to be. <laughs> no, nah, but I respect it. Because nah, do you know what it is? Yeah, I think, do you know what? Because I think you're doing something where a lot of guys are struggling. A lot of guys might be struggling with. So mm-hmm. a lot of guys might be struggling with finding their own internal drive to kind of like stay in one relationship mm-hmm. and just stick to that 
where you you've got that. So I think a lot of guys could learn from that. Cause I, cause I see like I meet guys. They're like, yeah, I want I want to have a relationship. I want it to be da 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 da, and they're doing all that other complete opposite thing. So it just makes no sense. Mm. See, when when it comes to relationships, relationships is very tricky, especially when you look at like the my age group. So I've always kind of said to anyone like, whatever relationships you had at what sixteen, college, like they don't really count. <laughs> you know where I'm coming from, but for me anyway. Um, even though it's it's weird for me to say that because mine started like first year of college, so it's uh, I but obviously for me it's like we've been on for ever since then. Um, only difference is like I feel like the aging thing is quite different, and I used to think like that. And sometimes like I've seen older men who still kind of want to have fun and like get around. Um, but it all depends down on the individual. Like when you're ready to settle, you kind of will settle. Mm. Like when you're not, like I think a lot of um, men, shall I say, or guys are in denial when whether they want to settle or not. And it's like, it's like guys, for me, I feel like guys have this whole, see how like sometimes women have baby fever? Yeah. Like guys have relationship fever. Mm-hmm. So they go through a, a time period where it's like they really want to be in a relationship. Like whatever girls, sightings they got is side girls, side whatever is stressing them out. So they kind of like watch the movie or think like a man or something like that. And they're thinking, <laughs> you know what? I just want to settle down. But it's like very impulsive. It's very like, they're, they've just said, yeah, I just want to settle down. So they kind of work towards it. And it's like, they forget that, nah, this is longer than I thought. So when the when the push, like when it gets going, it's like, rah, this is a bit, this is a bit, this is a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, so the thing is, it's very different for different, like for me, like I said, for me, it was very much of a, I kind of had all my fun at a, such a very, very early age, like 15 to ninth, like 15 to 18, like literally mm. secondary school. I did stuff in secondary school I should have done, I should be doing now. Mm. You know, I, mm. I did stuff in secondary school that I should have been doing in college or I should have been. So for me, it was just like, there's not really much enjoyment other than going around and seeing the world and traveling yeah there's not really much within london or within thing that i haven't done you know i'm coming from so um for me it was just a thing and i think for me it plays a different part because it might be different for other people but for me because i have a sister and um Mm. one thing about me i just don't like being hypocritical so and growing up i was kind of scared of my sister and how she was because she was very, our relationship wasn't the greatest, but she was very like, she'd look after me, but she was very strict and how I spoke to girls or how I spoke to women and how I respected it. And it kind of like subconsciously put a little fear in me. Yeah. And she did, I didn't know why, but it's like sometimes when you when I was young, you know, when you like get into those tiny petty relationships, like I'd do anything so my sister didn't know. Like literally it was crazy. One story I was in, don't know, I think it was in year eight or year seven. And I, I don't know how I signed up to some relationship. I'm like, like, next thing I know, oh, yeah, Just, Kenny and this um, this girl's going out. I was like, oh, right, it's like that. So I say nothing. Like, literally, my sister was in year 11. So yeah, it might have been year seven. My sister was in year 11. You both went to the same school, yeah? No, so she went, oh, okay. um, she went to St. Angeles, but I was in St. Mons, but literally, like, right next, to, right next to the corner. So we went to some park. Then I think one of my sister's um, friend's little sister, ran to her older sister was like oh yeah Kenny's going out with this I was like oh headache <laughs> literally five minutes after my sister and her friends were in the park coming I said oh 
much. Like, so who's your girlfriend? I said, ah. Oh, my days. <laughs> just like that. And I was like, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. She's like, don't lie to me. I said, oh, just chill, man. It's like, everybody is there. My sister's there. I was just like, oh, is, is that one? Is that one? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing. And my sister just, I don't know what she did, but she kind of like, from that, because of the, her, her, like, her presence here, I was, I was scared to continue it. So I locked it off. Like wow. after my sister disappeared, I locked it off. I said, "No, no, I can't run." I just locked it off. And ever since that day, that that fear of like how my sister kind of perceived me or how I am with things, like it was kind of weird. That's why, like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't I wasn't perfect, no. But there was, you know, there's extremes, there's boundaries that I wouldn't cross when mm. it came to females, and it was just because because of that. So yeah, yeah. Just just going back to just to the whole thing of like you know like guys got the fever and stuff i think you know i think not not just with guys i think with, with women as well just in general i feel like people have this thing of like grass is greener on the other side kind of syndrome mm. but like my favorite quote is just grass is only greener where you water it yeah, yeah. And, and i think and, and i think obviously i think even with you like obviously you can have your ups and downs it's just normal yeah. like no no one can ever go like i've got a relationship and there's no ups and downs yeah there's ups and downs all the time but i think it's just i think the most important thing is that how much how much are you watering like with your grasses? You know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say? Because other people just say, you know what, forget this, let me go look for something else. And like every single everyone's gonna have pros and cons. It's just just people just have to pick the, you know, the pros and cons and then just kind of work. Yeah, it's also just understanding like it's also understanding like your your generation and like what you've grown up around. And especially when mm. especially when like for me and a lot of the man I've grown up with, we've kind of grown up with older guys and older people showing us and saying ah oh, man you gotta stay with one girl or kind of thing that's what you that's what it's like that's that was what was normal yeah. but for me i just because you've kind of shown that i always kind of like to say to everyone like yeah so what because they showed you they might them them those same guys showed us what ot was yeah <laughs> those same guys showed us what drugs were they showed us what this was they showed us what that was doesn't mean you have to do it because you didn't do the drugs you didn't do the ot you didn't do that so why is it when it came to the the female situation you pick thought, and choose and you, it's a pick and choose thing so yeah. it's like yeah you don't have to do it even though like the whole the rest of society is showing you this or showing you that there's one way because it's not always just one way there's like there's always different ways to go about different things so that's why for me it's like when it came to kind of like settling down i said you know what i'm going to do it how i want to do it i'm not going to follow no no person this i'm not going to follow like this and i'm going to work it out within myself and my partner and that's just literally how it is yeah so speaking of your generation as well like how do you feel about social media uh, pros and cons I think um, actually you know what let, let, let me let me do it in, in a different way describe okay. social media in three separate words in three separate words okay um, entrepreneurial mm. I can see that entrepreneurial um, uh, oh this is tricky it's a good one it's okay. a very good one um Oblivious. Wow. That's a word and a half for social media. Yeah. Oblivious and um, counterproductive. Mm. Why counterproductive? Counterproductive. Um, for me, so I, I touch on all three. So social media is very, very much entrepreneurial for me. I feel like, just especially for my generation, I think like we've kind of made it work. Like, like, it was crazy. They kind of say it's, it's almost become like a CV, or like a digital CV. It's like, in, yeah, in a way, in a weird like, way. It's like, yeah. a, it's weird. It's like a digital yeah. CV. And especially when some, do you know what it is? It's like a, it's a young generation's LinkedIn through pictures and videos. Mm. 
Do you get what I'm coming from? Sometimes for different purposes. For different some, purposes. Some, some money making, some like get it girls it's purpose. Some is just... it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a young generation's LinkedIn. Like people apply through, uh, apply like start relationships off it. People get jobs through it. People get like, it's a young generation's LinkedIn. Um, it depends which platform actually. I'll say Instagram and Twitter. Um, but yeah, it's entrepreneurial because it's like, there's loads of different um things that you can do off of social media just by building your platform and building your followers and building your um, like your your engagement with the people on that platform um so it's a good thing to, for other people a lot of my group that generation like they kind of have little side hustles little mm. insta models famous this famous that and it's like i mean it's, it, it doesn't hurt me it's like yeah everyone kind of do do your thing and like, everyone's got their own thing everyone's got what they want to do um the reason why I say, what was my other word again? Oblivious. Oblivious. I say it's um, oblivious because I feel a lot of people are very oblivious to the dangers of it and to the to the, to the harm that it may cause. Because don't get me wrong, as much as it is a mm. good um, money-making thing, is what what is that thing that you lose from it? And a lot of it is time. If you know how much time we spend on that um, social media, not only are we oblivious to it, we have no idea on what we've done with that time yes it's some, been... i mean i think initially it's a marketing tool not just for i'm not saying it's marketing tool for users for people that use it and market mm-hmm. themselves but it's also a marketing tool on a bigger scale where like that's where the marketing is done you know like mm-hmm. that's like people that people buy your time mm-hmm. basically technically people that use that they spend the time on instagram or whatever um they sell that time to advertisers because mm. the more time someone spends the more adverts they're gonna end up seeing anyways. So. Yeah. So it's um very um oblivious to the stuff that goes on, stuff that um takes place. And I feel like um it's oblivious. Social media can also become oblivious to reality, to the stuff mm. that goes on in the real world. Um and I feel like also um it's oblivious to the different people because I always say to I always kind of put this on based off my Instagram, I always say like never judge me off my instagram ever or off any of my social media platforms because that's where you go wrong <laughs> it's not real life anyways so um, just... i mean part of it is, is part of it is what i do is like i like i'm a model i do this and like i'm i, I train different people like that it's, it's weird like it's it's a part of my lifestyle my social media but that my social media through the pictures and videos that i post you can't tell me my personality yeah, that's 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 like a small proportion of, a small of proportion you, of your, but it's yeah. not even who you are completely. Like based yeah. of a lot of people, is like um, you're judged by how well you're doing on social media or how well you're not doing on social media. And find I always kind of say, if once you get kind of see yourself getting into that bubble, get out, like have a little social media break, get off it, kind mm. of get back to yourself, get back, get back with things, get back with terms of life and the reality, and then kind of work on it. The reason I say it's counterproductive because I just speak for myself. It's like there's been times like I want to do stuff on counter. So I used to have an Instagram. I'm not going to say the name, where I had loads of followers. I followed loads of different people, but the people that I'm following were just bah, bah, pictures, this pictures, this pictures, this video, this video, this video, and it was so counterproductive because there'll be days where I needed to do coursework here, and someone said go on Instagram live or join a house party oh that one house party and thing and once i came on it was long <laughs> coming off long like it was it was near enough impossible it was so it was so bad because it's like a hook 
And especially for like within my group, once we started talking about one thing or the other thing, everybody kept, it was long. So me and my coursework, it was so like, I think it was one, one unit, yeah, I completely failed. And like my teacher asked me like, how did you fail this? This is us. I, I'm not, I'm not going to be standing there and telling me I failed because I was on house party every day. I said, so I didn't understand it, man. <laughs> like I had to laugh, but it's like I completely failed because it was literally FaceTime and house party, FaceTime and house party, um, and Instagram. Oh, Instagram, and let's not forget Snapchat. Snapchat, that one's a little silent killer. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so after a while, I kind of took a break, created a whole new Instagram, and said, you know what, I'm gonna make this one like more of my modeling, my fitness stuff, all the stuff that I wanted to do. But I became very strict with the amount of people that I followed and the amount of things. But yeah. this is where the counterproductivity comes in because I started following like loads of little business pages and uh, stuff mm. that tells you that I, that I want to see, like yeah, yeah. I want to see on my Instagram. But the counterproductivity is like, I want to see, I'm following this. It's giving me a good insight, giving me some good knowledge. I'm learning some stuff, but yeah, an hour would have gone by and I'm still on there. Two hours would have gone by and I'm still on there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to three hours would have gone by, but I'm still on it. Whether that I'm taking that laundry thing, but then this is where the counts brought because I'm not using that other time. So if I needed to kind of cap my time, so I spent an hour, yeah. the other two I should have spent trying to find a way to put what I've just learned into practice, put what I've learned into reality. And a lot of it is the counterproductivity. We kind of get, we kind of sell ourselves that, okay, yeah, we're following this, we're learning this, we're learning that. But the counterproductivity is like, yeah, you're learning, but what are you doing with it? A yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's, it's, we, almost, it's almost like knowledge is kind of like useless without, without yeah, some like sort of get, actual There's knowledge, there's this, there's that, there's that. But then it's like, hey, hold on a minute. We just like, we haven't done nothing before. God knows how long. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're coming we're coming towards the end anyways. But you know what I was gonna say, just just to wrap this this social media bit up. I think I think TikTok's the new one. I think that's TikTok. TikTok's definitely designed to be addictive. And I've had conversations so with crazy. people and do you remember me? I was I was in TikTok for a little bit, you know. Remember like no, when I'm trying to train no, and no, no, tell the truth. You wasn't just on TikTok, yeah. I was on TikTok for a little no, bit. No, 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 you was addicted. No, I wasn't addicted Tell the like that. The truth, man. I am telling the truth, bro. Stop, don't even try to twist it. No, don't even twist it, bro. Okay, look, bro. I was on TikTok. Tell the, I was tell meant the... to be training, yeah, and I'm watching TikTok videos, and that listen, was that listen, was impacting my shit. We we ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. We have got time for that. We got time for that. Listen, guys, listen. We were meant to be training in the gym, yeah. Imagine we're lifting, put the water down so everyone can see the clarity. We're meant to be training, yeah, in the gym, doing heavy reps, heavy sets. This guy would have one minute rest. This guy would disappear on TikTok. Legit. Guys are struggling. Brother, like, you're meant to have some... That's my break time. Chill out, chill out. I'm not done. <laughs> Guys are struggling to bench press. Struggling to, you're meant to have somebody spotting you. This guy was on TikTok. This guy was addicted. How much time... An, a session is meant to be listen, one hour. Let me tell you. We let me tell the truth. Yeah. Because you were on TikTok. You okay, listen, it. listen. It, it, it didn't have an impact on my training, but that was tell a distraction. Did you love TikTok? Yes or no? I didn't love TikTok. Oh, I was addicted to TikTok. It's you two different it. things. Loving and being you addicted to the. You loved thing. it. If TikTok, if TikTok, listen. But the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make. Listen, I was on TikTok for three weeks. Yeah. I've deleted it. Yours was three weeks. For three okay, weeks. anyway, anyway, anyway. No, <laughs> Lockdown wasn't yeah. three weeks, sir. Okay, Lockdown anyway. Anyway, three look, weeks. three weeks, yeah. How long were you on TikTok? And then, but one of the points I'm making. How long were you on TikTok? <laughs> three weeks. 
Anyway, listen. Uh, let's check out. We've got, I've no, got the no, last no, question. No, no. <laughs> I'll check out. I know this is your thing, but let's check out. Hey, but come on, we'll come in <laughs> three weeks. Okay, keep lying to yourself. See what I was saying before about denial. This is it, it. it was three weeks, denial. man. It was three weeks. Was as far as I remember, as far as I recall, I remember three months. Yeah. Maybe you remember three months? I remember three weeks. I remember three months, if not a year. I remember one year on TikTok? No way. Do you know what? I'll go to my, you know what? I'm going to go to my stats of my installed apps on Play Store and I'm going to double check the dates I've installed it and I uninstalled it. How about that? And then we'll find out. Okay. But anyway, um, so yeah, like loads of people are struggling with it. They said they deleted it, they installed it again. They were addicted. Yeah, TikTok's are crazy. Even my, like, my, my managers have told me, yeah, like go on TikTok and do like your fitness stuff. Like you'll kind of, I just don't know, man. I just don't trust it. Now I see loads of people. They they gain loads of followers and stuff. Cool. So so for the checkout, um, um, a question we ask every single guest is: If you had eight billion people listen to you say one thing, what would it be? If I had a billion people. No, if you had eight billion people. Eight billion. Yeah, eight billion people. So basically, the whole world listening to you say one thing. What would you say? Ooh. Eight million people, you know, listening to Zeno. Right. I like that one still. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, that's tricky. God, I don't know what to say. Um, actually, tell a lie. Um. So we kind of got the whole famous quote that obviously pressure makes diamonds and stuff like that. Um, just moving away from that, I'd always one thing I'd always like to say if I had eight billion people listening to me, I always say you have a choice. Um, regardless mm. of what circumstance. Um. You go through in life or kind of what different circumstances you kind of approach in life you always have a choice like and sometimes that choice looks like it's not there and it's nothing but you always have a choice and um you hold only you should hold yourself accountable to what you do what you, and what you choose to do um regardless in society everyone's gonna have something to say everyone's gonna have something to do everyone's gonna want to have a little pinch of their own yeah but what really matters is what you want to do and what really matters is how you kind of get there and that's your decision to make in life. You're not coming from that's how you kind of think because life is a life's a mystery. Like no one can tell you there's one way to live your life or there's one way to do this. Because if if we all did that, then we wouldn't be different stuff. We all be the same people. We would be going through the different situations that we are um, going through. Like take it. You got guys like Elon Musk that are trying to rebuild dinosaurs. Like was it not how many years ago that they told you them things were extinct? So it's like there's always mysteries that can be unsolved. So I always say you have a choice in life and choose how you want to do with it but in in that choice understand that the only way you can develop is putting yourself in a position where you are uncomfortable mm. because i always say to people like to get too comfortable you have to be uncomfortable because if you spell it you have to just take out the un and it's the comfortable so to get too comfortable you have to be uncomfortable so it doesn't work without one or the other so I always say to people rib the choice that you do make understanding that there is a place where you have to be uncomfortable before you can be comfortable. That's just one of my personal favorite things. I have it written in my room and I always kind of hold myself to that. So yeah. Yeah, that's I love me. that. I think that's a great advice. And anything you want to promote? Um, I don't think there's anything I really want to promote other than me. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, but um, yeah, I've got a um, a cooking show coming up because call it The Hot Kitchen. Um, literally, it's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I will tell you that it's funny, it's entertaining. Um, and yeah, that's just, have some fun with it obviously it's gonna the instagram is uh the hot kitchen ldn but more importantly the youtube channel um the hot kitchen and um, so yeah like we coming out um in july so let's let's all load up for that and let's let's get that but yeah other than that thank you for having me on um the podcast again no thanks for always, uh, but yeah thank you 
Yeah, and I'm looking forward to Hot Kitchen as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. There's one episode that I'm not, but other than that, it's all right. It's all so, right. Uh, it's part of the process. Part of the process. But yeah. see season two, I'm lapping out. There's no yeah. way I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm coming on the show as well at some point. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe for season sure. three, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I've for got sure. a little plan yeah, for yeah, season for sure. three. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm yeah, coming. I'm coming. Season three. I'm coming. No worries. Cool.